0: Man, Good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody, man, this is your boy, Isaac, I want to welcome everybody to the den, man, today I have a very special guest, man, I'm, I am happy I met this guy, man, through, I think, not coincidence, through a blessing, Mr. Tracy Jones, man, welcome, welcome to the show, welcome to the show, how you doing, man, what's going on with you, welcome to the den.
1: Feeling great, feeling great, Mr. Isaac, thanks for having me all, man, feeling good today, Man, look, I know we've had
0: several conversations, man, about a lot of things, but man, I want you to take time out and just just share some of your experience, man. Tell our audience, man, you know what you do
1: and and where you came from. Okay. Well, first my name is Tracy Jones, I'm from Monroe, Louisiana. Started Sonic Drive-In at 16 years old as a cook, making 5.15 an hour. You know, I come from pain, trauma, you know, hardships, you know, Sonic was my way out. I started Sonic as a cook, 515 hours, but at the age of 16, by the age of 23, I became an operating partner for Sonic Drive-In. Quickly uh, realized, you know, Sonic was about producing results that I got paid based on, you know, productivity, you know, so I became keyed in on, you know, developing the people around me I realized that in order for me you know really be successful at signing that I will have to be able to develop those individuals around me so I keyed in on developing those people you know so fast forward to 10 years as a business owner you know I've produced my first book I have a coaching program I have a mentoring program and I have you know pretty much developed over 200 people you know through those throughout those years of signing And one of my key focuses right now is I realize, you know, like procrastination is a friend of fear and an enemy of greatness. So I realize that all of us have greatness within us. A lot of times we just have to, you know, stop that procrastination, you know, so I get to a place now to where if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, you know. So I'm on this journey in my life to where I'm looking to connect with purpose driven individuals, you know, people that's looking to become the best version of those of themselves, you know, those that's in position to where we have an impact on the youth you know because i believe you know that be fruitful and multiply i believe all of us have a gift you know so as we connect to each other and you know enhance our strengths i believe the world's going to become better as each and every person become better so that's important why i'm here today as again i'm opening up i'm looking to open up and talk about you know pretty much whatever you want today
0: you know what i like that man i like I like that procrastination is a friend of fear mm-hmm. like that's powerful mm-hmm. because you because i'm quite sure before sonic there was a different type of tra- tracy running around in them streets
1: you know what i'm saying before sonic you know i tell a lot of people before sonic and even doing sonic until i realized who i was like I did a lot of things for love. I did a lot of things, you know, to feel accepted. I did a lot of things to feel appreciated. And, you know, it's because I went through a lot of pain and trauma in my early years. You know, my mom disciplined me around age 9 or 10, and I'm like, I want to go stay with my dad. Well, my dad called the police on my mom. We ended up through custody battles, child support battles. My mom lost custody of me and my brother, you know, at the age of 10. So I get to go stay with my dad by the age of 12. My dad dropped us back off to my grandmother. I remember I had my bike, two bags of clothes. He said, look, tell your daughter she can have these kids. They F my marriage up. You know, a week later, I seen a lady get her brains blowed out. You know, so it's just like I was traumatized. You know, so in my early years, like I was wild. I was that kid that people say, hey, don't hang around. You know, like he's no good for you. I have no older brothers or sisters, so all I had was my uncles. You know, we we come from the south side of Monroe. it's poverty. It's you know, drugs is, it's, you know, dangerous, you know. So I see my uncles that they sold drugs, you know, and I realized that wasn't the life I want. But until you try, you know, once I tried it and I got in a little trouble, I realized that wasn't for me. You know, so I hit my knees and I remember praying. I say, God, is this not the life I want? You know, guide me and, and be there with me. And I went back to Sonic and I utilized everything that I had been taught, you know, in the hood. I took that and I utilized it in a legal way. And that's what I really feel like benefited for me. Instead of you know complaining about the cards I was dealt, I just took those cards and I played them the best of my ability.
0: So and when you talk about trauma, um, trauma regulates mm-hmm. many, many, many of our lives. And we use that trauma a lot of times to, mm-hmm. to um, develop a comfort zone where we can have excuses for the decisions that we make based on what has happened to us in the past. You understand what i'm saying and just here just talking to you on several occasions i just want to let you know man that you were you were very inspiring to me because you know when you talk about that trauma and overcoming that trauma i know there were periods before that time where you decided to go to sonic that was very difficult can you talk about some of those some of those um those tribulations those trials and tribulations happen to go to your dad's house being dropped off at your grandma's house, you know, coming from a a drug-stricken poverty neighborhood like many of us have experienced?
1: Mm -hmm. What, What all those situations really taught me was, like, in order for me to help anyone, like, I had to experience that. But I also realized, like, I'm responsible for my life, Isaac. Like each and every person, we're responsible for our life. So no matter what we go through, I realized it was important for me to take accountability for. It. I couldn't blame my dad for dropping me off. I couldn't blame, you know, oh, I, I seen a murder. Like, um, no, at the end of the day, if I'm exposed to it, if i seen it, it's for a reason. I chose to look at things from the positive aspect. So when I got to a place to where I looked at things from the positive side, that's when I really started growing. I got to a place to where I take accountability for my life. I take responsibilities, and it's just like I get to a place. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I don't know how to do it, then I study and I figure it out. So I got to a place where first thing is I eliminated the excuses. I refused to make an excuse based on my circumstances, you know, so I realized that, like, we have 24 hours in a day. How are you utilizing your 24 hours? So the first thing is I decided, like, what am I going to do in my 24 hours that's going to help me become the best version of me? And that's what I started focusing on. And as I did that, you know, to be honest, you know, a lot of friends I separated from, you know, a lot of family members I separated from. A lot of, you know, conversations that I was having with people, they dropped. But also with that happening was a lot of people that I didn't know, God sent them my way. A lot of conversations that I normally didn't have, those are the conversations that started impacting and enhancing my life. So I think it's very important first off to surround ourselves around them around the right people that's gonna help us grow and then once you do that i feel like it allows us to open up
0: i most definitely agree through that transition um at any point in time during that transition did you did you ever feel like you was by yourself did you ever feel like you were lonely? because i'm quite sure it's a lot of individuals that's out there that may watch this or listen to this podcast yeah that that may um, may be feeling like, man, that transition.
1: Like learning learning to learn yourself, learning to love yourself, being alone, it, it was tough. You know, and I got to a place to where I realized, like, I started questioning things, and I'm like, God, I done made all these sacrifices. I'm trying to do this, but yet, I'm not getting where I need to get. It's like, you know, I, I went through a divorce. You know, it's like, i don't really it's like i'm separated from everyone and i kept asking god like god like why and then my spirit spoke to me and say obedience is better than sacrifice i want you to be obedient to me you know you're not alone why you feel like you're alone the whole time i'm here with you but you have to turn to me and let me guide you so i got to a place to where i realized like i can't ask god for something and i'm trying to work on it and allow god to work on it at the same time so i got to a place to where i realized even though i'm alone I'm not alone. We're not what I'm going to eat a drink. You know, it's a purpose and a plan for my life. So I re- realized that the more that I open up, the more that I share my life with people, it's going to allow people to open up. It's going to allow. And I realized that, you know, all of us are actually connected. Like life is a journey of self-discovery. So I realized that, you know, even though when I'm alone, that's when it's time for us to really meditate you know to think and allow god you know to really speak to us because sometimes when you're alone that's when you really find your actual ability i really don't feel like i probably would have grown became the best version of myself you know constantly being around a bunch of people i feel like i had to be separated i had to be torn apart i had to be stretched in order for me to grow you know so you know during those hard times it was tough you know it's You know, some days you cry, you know, sometimes you you just don't know what to do. But the thing is, you just can't give up. You know, no storm that hit this earth have have ever lasted. You know, storms come and go. So I I say that about seasons in our life. We have that season to where it may be difficult, but also that that season of joy is coming. So what I learned for me was when I'm going through those tough times of my life, that's when I need to be planting seeds. That's when I need to be watering seeds, you know. Because if I can do that during the tough times of my life, when I can do that when I don't have nothing, just imagine what I'm going to do when I have what I need. You know, so there was another thing that kind of, like, motivated me.
0: You know, when you talk about watering the and seeds staying, and staying grounded during that transition, um, I found that for myself to be one of the most difficult times in my life. And it's true. When things don't seem to be going so, so great, you know your faith. You begin to question your faith. You begin to question your ability. Like that's just like human nature. And I'm glad you touched on that because I'm quite sure it's, it's so many other individuals that's out there today feels the same way. You know when things get tough, they feel like they want to give up. Like they don't see the end of the rainbow. You know that that cliche man. It's gold at the end of the rainbow. If you sit if you sit at that rainbow long mm-hmm. enough and you stay focused, okay, and you course. continue. And you keep pushing you will have gold at the end of the yeah. rainbow man and i'm telling you man that's that's what i've learned and i continue to push because storms don't stop every every level of growth has a season and what i'm finding out mm-hmm. and i'm quite sure through your story what you finding out when the seasons come they do not get any
1: better trust me you always tested what i learned What I kind of learned is like every time you elevate to a higher level in life, it's just like those tests become harder. You know, it's just like you have to remain more focused. You, You have to be like, I have to be very intentional about the things I do. I have to be very intentional about the things that I say. I have to always watch the things that I do and the things that I say, because it's like, believe it or not, we're an example to someone someone's always watching the way we carry ourselves someone is always watching what we do so we never know how we may impact someone and one thing i learned and i learned this about being at sonic you know the way we carry ourselves the positivity we we bring that may be the only positivity that a person see throughout that day so by you being that that light shining on them you can help really open them up and i realized really Ozzy, just by being me by just embracing who I'm are, who I am, it allowed a lot of people around me just to accept who they are and embrace who they are. And once I started realizing it, like in my driving, it's it's a high energy environment, you know, and I I created that because I realized people want to feel loved, accepted, and appreciated. In order to do that, you have to love yourself. You have to accept, accept yourself and appreciate yourself. So I started teaching the people that around me those type of things. And that's when I really started seeing growth in others. And that's what really forced me to continue to grow because I realized, like, hey, if I continue to become better, those around me continue to become better before long, we have a better world.
0: You know what? If everybody thought like that, we would have a better world. But we we live in a system where people are going to be who they are and mm-hmm. it's in this, in this individuals like yourself man that's going to continue to elevate people mm-hmm. you know to their highest point man and i just want to thank you for the work that you have been doing um for the progress that you continue to to do and to and to help you continue to reach out and help individuals man on a daily basis so man tell us about this book man tell us what's going on with this read man What's going on? How did the book come
1: to pass? That's
0: I, now we are gonna get to it, man. Because I want to talk about the book. What's happening
1: Let's, with the book? Well, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna ask you to take you to the beginning of the book because it's like I didn't even know I had a book in me. Like that's that's how I know when it's like you follow your passion, you follow what you do. Doors open up, you find your gift. When I tell you, I, I joined ETA. Eric Thomas uh associate speaking program uh back in 2020. Because I felt like I was the only one in my circle that had the knowledge and the expertise. So I needed to get around the higher circle. The reason I chose the speaking route because you know, how high school started, you know, coming through wanted me to speak to the JAG program because I was over Sonic. You know, so I was at that phase of my life to I realized like I don't need to be the strongest link in my chain. If I'm the weakest link in my chain, then I know for a fact that I have a pretty solid team because I know the caliber of person that I am. So I noticed my exactly. mindset was changing. Once I became a certified, once I became a certified speaker, you know, my coaches told me, hey, you got to take your story, you got to put this into a book. You know, so never thought about writing a book. I wrote my goals out. You know, so I just continued self-development. I sat down one day and I just, you know, wrote out 50 subtitles, 50 titles. Then I wrote out 10 chapter ideas. And then I just took a date and I wrote the book. When I tell you, Take the Lead is really transforming lives. I took accountability. It is it, it's, it's resources in it. When I tell you, like, that book has done wonders in the world. And I say that not, not just because I wrote the book, but when I sit back and I read a lot of daily books, one thing I notice when you listen and apply, it works. You know, so take the lead is amazing, man.
0: Man, let me tell you something.
1: Most of us,
0: when we think about writing a book, even with myself, um, I never I never thought I had it in me. Mm-hmm. And my and my daughter, I call I call her my my headache, you know. And she was like, Dad, we yeah. need, we need to do this book, man. We need to do this three-part series and we need mm-hmm. to do this and we need to do that. And mm-hmm. you know, the ego, you know, because we, you know, we ego driven sometimes, and I can get the best of you. Be like, yeah, you know what, we could do this, we could do that. Yeah. And um when it when it came time for me to begin that process, I remember I was sitting at my desk and I got I, it was so many things that was going through my head. I, but I became stuck mm-hmm. and I was like just let me uh-huh. just let me sit let me sit still let me process kind of separate these thoughts and let me get these thoughts and put them on paper so um we're, we're hoping man the end of August beginning of September the book reads a daughter story uh, growing up uh-huh. with a father that's been in life so we are really excited about
1: uh-huh.
0: what's going to happen with that
1: excited and i'm really i'm really awesome excited
0: book. about what's going to happen with that because I, you know i was sometimes I, I could be too transparent and i was really really transparent in the book man and um mm-hmm. most definitely when it comes out i'm almost definitely i'm gonna see a honest, copy that's
1: what that's what you, you have to you know and that's what really life is about being transparent you know being able to welcome others into your story you know one thing i I realized when i wrote my book i did not like i just wrote a book you know because i know it was my story and i feel like it would help someone but when i started getting the feedback that i got from the book i realized like hey man look this really helped me stop procrastination like this really made me think about my life. This really made me take accountability. Like, whoa, I didn't even think about, you know, life like that. Then it got to a place to where my daughter touched my heart. She's eight. She said, hey dad, I want to write a book just like you. You know, so now me and my daughter, we're in the process as well of working on a children's book. You know, so that's why I smile when you said it, because it's just like, believe it or not, our kids, they look up to you. And you know, like if you know, you know how, you know, like the those girls, they have a heart, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that motivates me. So it's just like, every time I get a chance, you know, I like I tell people, if you're not a reader, it's important. Take at least 10 minutes out your day and do some reading. You know, a lot of times my family got mad when I used to tell them, this is when I first started reading, you know, they like, I'm like, look, wealthy people read, broke people work and complain, you know what I'm saying? So I get to a place where now I study a lot. I read a lot I'm looking for ways to put myself in position to where when I'm sleeping I can still be able to serve and help people
0: you know um you know my story is no different than you know your story or anybody else's story and I remember mm-hmm. um you know doing my process of healing because that's what we're talking about today you know how how us as black men, have to go through that process and heal, and it's very important for mm-hmm. us to be able to go through that process and understand that we can't go through that process alone. And um, mm-hmm. I was about ten years in, and I I remember I had done a men's group, and I went back to my office, and I sat down at my desk, and you know I, I was I was just looking at you know all the certificates and everything that was on the wall. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I was and and I started rolling through my Rolodex, right? This is this a true story. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I hadn't fully developed a healthy network of people Mm -hmm. that I could continue to grow and mm-hmm. it was like bro i really i'm really i'm really by myself you understand what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i i can't i can't do this i can't do this by myself mm-hmm. man and this was in this process of growth like i was clean you know what i'm saying i was my life was transitioning mm-hmm. you know the money was good but i was still felt empty mm-hmm. and i want to let our audience know mm-hmm. that this is okay you know if you feel like that it is okay but what I don't want you mm-hmm. to do is sit on it reach out to somebody mm-hmm. find find a network cool. you know what I'm saying and be very transparent cool. about about what's going on in your mm-hmm. life and who you are. So that's a mm-hmm. very important piece, man and most definitely Tracy, I'm get ready look man I'm gonna get this book I'm gonna sit down man I'm gonna go through it and I'm most definitely man. Gonna have you back, man, and we're gonna get us a panel, man. We're gonna chop it up. Anytime. We're gonna, take you it to know? we're gonna most most definitely, man. Just take it to the moon, man. You know, it's it's been a pleasure, man. Even meeting you, having outside discussions about a wide range of different different topics. Just it's just having time. somebody mm-hmm. to talk to, man. And I I just wanna thank you, man, once again, for encouraging me. And I hope your story has encouraged someone that has that's listening to this podcast man so man tell them how they can reach you man tell the people how they can get to you man how they can get to this book man can, so they can read the story
1: you can you can reach the book at my website that's tracydjones.com t r a c e y d j o n e d-j-o-e-n-e-s.com the book is official on amazon barnes and noble that's Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y, Jones, J-O-N-E-S. Take the lead. This cop is there. I'm also open to do coaching. I do mentoring. My biggest thing is I want you to think about today, before you even purchase my book, before you even, you know, think, I want you to think about today and think about where you see yourself at 10 years from now. And I want you to ask yourself, well, are you making the decisions right now that's going to put you in a position to benefit you 10 years from now? Because like I tell a lot of people, when you go with my book, I feel like that book is more so an investment and not a purchase. You know, so when you're ready to really invest in who you are and become the best version of yourself, that's when I tell people like tap in with me because that's that's what I'm focused on. Helping individuals learn the power of observation, paying attention to the detail so that we don't procrastinate. So, yes, take the leaders available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble at my website.
0: Remember, man, it's called Take the Lead, man. It's an Amazon. All the book publishing companies, man, you gotta get the book, man. Tracy Jones, man, is in the house. One last question, man. Do we do you mentor just men or do you do women and men?
1: I mentor anyone that wants to become the best version of themselves. You know, and the reason why I say that is because the soul has no skin tone skull the soul has no skin color you know so i feel like i'm here to connect with souls i'm here to help souls become better so at the end of the day any person that's looking to become the best version of themselves i work with because the key is when you're trying to become the best version of yourself can't nobody do that for you you have to take that responsibility you have to take that accountability me I can only tell you what worked for me and how I did it. I can't do it for you. But if you're willing to put that work in, I guarantee you, not only you probably get a better outcome than me because I didn't have me to get me through where I'm at. So you, you have in my experiences, what I learned from, plus yours, is no way why you shouldn't become the best version of yourself. That's why I think no it's way. important for you to connect with me.
0: <laughs> no way possible, man. No way, man. Being the best version of yourself, yes, man, that is just self-explanatory, man. We don't even have to That's go into it. no conversation about that. That's just what it is. To me,
1: Most definitely, Mr. Isaac, it's important because it's like when we married men, our wife deserved that best version of us. When we have kids, your kids deserve the best version of you. When you on your job, your job deserves the best version of you. When you dealing with you, You need to be able to deal with the best version of you. So if you're not, to me, and it might sound wrong, but if you're not working on becoming the best version of yourself, you're wasting life. You're wasting 24 hours. Because that's what I feel like we should be doing each and every day, becoming a better you. If you're not winning, stop watching others win. Focus on you, and I guarantee you, you're going to win. Because that best you is that great version of you. And I know it.
0: Well, boy, let me tell you something. I think you just knocked it out the box, man. If you ain't working on the best version of you, what you working on? My man, Tracy Jones. Man, look, man, once again, if ain't nobody tell you they love you today, man. I love you, man. I appreciate your story. Trust me. Love you too. Appreciate appreciate it, man. And man, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, I got some things, man, I'm working on. Um, and I most definitely mm-hmm. want you to be a part of. And this is not going to be our last conversation, man. We're going to be talking on the regular, man, because yes, you- we got we got some work to do.
1: You have my contacts, Mr. As. You have my info. Like, I'm locked in at this phase of my life. I'm focused on becoming the best version of me, and I know I'm connecting with people that f- focus on to become the best version of them. And as we do that, I know for a fact our world will become a better world and a brighter world for our future and the leaders of the next generation yes indeedy and that's being
0: said man once again i want to welcome everybody to the den this is your boy isaac we've been hanging out with tracy if ain't nobody told you they love you today i love you peace love and happiness talk to you soon peace all right Man, that was a great, that was, man, that was every time I talk to you, man, I just, I'm just, I just be smiling, man. I just be like, man, look here.